Hi everybody, welcome to the third episode of Trash Talk with a Chaotic Duo. Um, and I'm so excited for today's episode. Same. I'm, I'm so excited, <laughs> Zoe, because, um, well, today's topic... You can hear it. I'm calm. When we laugh, it's not ideal. <laughs> um... Um, yeah, today's episode is not about alcohol, but it's oh. about true crime. I'm so excited. And um, I've prepared this episode very well. I'm gonna talk about three cases uh, in total that just keeps me up at night. At least two of them keep me up at night. The other one is just for fun, because <laughs> oh, okay. I wanted to figure that out. And I accidentally saw a video about it. But yeah, I'm gonna trash talk about that. I'm gonna ask Selena about her opinions. Nice, <laughs> but... I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we have this like long discussion about why I like true crime, but cannot stand horror movies. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I love horror movies. But then, yeah, we were watching Friday the 13th the other day and... <laughs> Nope, Jay didn't even want to watch after the introduction. <laughs> the introduction felt like a whole movie already. <laughs> it was like 20 minutes. But I did watch it, so I feel like... I mean, did you... You didn't even watch the... You don't e- You don't even know what happened at the end. Oh, I do know. Everybody died. <laughs> okay. Except Jason. Yeah. Um, but no, no. I, horror movies are just not for me. But that's... It's so weird because I like, yeah, just all those documentaries and videos, YouTube videos about true crime. For some reason, I can't handle that. It's still not really like the supernatural, but I feel like that's just a whole other (laughs) dimension of it. But yeah, that's why at first I started researching why do I like true crime but cannot stand horror movies. And I've already talked about this, but basically I found this Reddit <laughs> of um, a true crime podcast and they mentioned the same question and they were like, horror is out of the realm of reality and therefore not scary. So Pennywise from it don't comply with basic human mortality and cannot die. So it's like, it's basically impossible. Um, true crime is about real people who by the time they are covered by the news or true crime podcast whatever are locked up or dead um, and therefore unable to get me there are also humans and I unlike supernatural beings I can outsmart them or not (laughs) Um, but I can enter situations where I might encounter them the same could be said for haunted places in horror, but the laws of physics and travel are different. Which is kind of... Hmm, I guess. But then it's also like, you know, what are the odds of Pennywise coming for you, you know? Like, yeah. you know it's fake. Yeah. So that's why it's like, yeah, there's I nothing mean, to be scared of. I've watched it. But it's, I don't <laughs> think it's scary anyway. No, it's not. It's just... Most of the times, it's the jump scares that yeah. that I'm scared of, and just gore. Because Friday, thirteenth was very gory. gory. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, um, serial killer true crime motives are rooted in the human experience and are more relatable and understandable from a who, what, when, where, why <laughs> But that should make it more scary, I feel. Because it's more likely to happen. Yeah. I mean, the two cases that I'm... Like, two of the cases that I'm going to talk about, like, one of them, I was so scared that I just for two weeks I couldn't really sleep (laughs) because it played in my mind because yeah it was I'm not gonna go into full details of it because I heard full details of it but yeah I'm just gonna leave that out for here but um this was an interesting point and then there's this other like no his article um about 12 reasons we love true crime according to experts and it's basically saying the exact same things. Evil fascinates us. It's <laughs> one of the points. Um, the new cycle. We can't look away from a train wreck. <laughs> True. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. But I also mentioned that because it helps us feel prepared. Which I thought was interesting. Because I don't feel like <laughs> I would... <laughs> know how to act when a serial killer comes my way. Yeah, I think I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I would just, yeah, be dead basically. Um, but yeah, that's basically, it's more of like true crime is more hu- about humans than in horrors. Like in horrors, like Jason dies and like comes back comes back to life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it, I think for me personally, it's more about the gore and the jump scares and True crime has it as well, and it's described very in detail. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what people lo- like about horror are like the jump scares or like the like that you're scared of watching it, but you can't look away, and it's just fun. Yeah, I just don't Do like. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna talk about three cases, um, and I'm gonna start off by just the normal one that I wasn't scared of but I thought it was very interesting and is the TikTok murder. Have you ever seen that video? Because I remember seeing it somewhere of like the people that um, went on this app. The app told them to go someplace and it was near a beach and they found a suitcase with um, trash bags in it. And they were like, it smells very weird. Oh no. Um, that video is now um, offline, but it circulated for like a long time. And I've seen it as well. And it was it was really scary. Really? I didn't know this. Um, yeah, and it, was, it went big on TikTok. It had a lot of views. Basically, they called the police because they thought this is... Yeah. This is kind of sketch. Yeah. And yeah, they found the remains of two people in it. And it, that until that's how I know the story that they found bodies in it, but I didn't know what happened, who the bodies were. Um, it were two teens who were apparently killed by their landlord. Oh my god. <laughs> that could <laughs> <Yes>. be me. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, apparently they got killed because they couldn't pay rent or it had to, like, he wanted to evict them and they just couldn't leave. It was, um, yeah, it was such a basic story, but uh, to kill people 
That's, like, not the way to go. No. Like, you can call the pol- If you want people evicted, like, call the police. Yeah. There's a lot of different steps you can take before resorting to murder. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, so they were found with, um, gun wounds. They just shot them? Yeah. And then, like, what? Like, chopped them up in a suitcase? Yeah. And the video was online for, like, a long time. Um... But yeah, the family was like, let's put it offline, please, because it's so hard to watch how yeah. they got found. Like, put So, in. like, what was the video? Like, what... So, the video was basically... Because you have this app, kind of, like, scavenger hunt-ish. And basically, if you go to a place, then you find something. Like, if, for example, if you really want to travel somewhere, this app, kind of, it's manifestation app. And this app tells you, go to this place, and you find something, and that will help you get to the goal where you want. Wait, so did the landlord, like, put that on the app, or...? No, it was completely by accident oh. that they found it. It was it was so weird. That was kind of the discussion as well, like, did the app know that yeah. the suitcase was there? Because these people wanted money to travel, and they found the suitcase... So they were like, oh, this is manifestation, you know, we got it. And then oh. they opened it and found bodies. Um, oh yeah, spoiler, for this one it's not very graphic or anything, but if you don't like gory, detailed versions, then for the next two cases, <laughs> just stop the podcast. Oh, great. I'll, I'll try, yeah, I'll try to keep it as safe as possible for the people that don't like it, but some details are very... It's rough. It's rough. This is not a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, like, so the video was what? The video was two parts, I think. And they were filming that they went to this beach. And then, like, you can hear on the background somebody saying, Hey, there's a suitcase. Let's open it. So they went to the suitcase. They opened it. And you they filmed the trash bags. They didn't film the bodies. Or anything, but you can hear on the background somebody saying, "Oh, it smells awful." Oh. What the fuck? Like somebody poked it with a stick, Ew. and just they said it felt like, yeah, so lumpy and stuff. So they kind of already thought like this is not this is not good. Um. So yeah, that was kind of the TikTok murder. It was, uh, I wouldn't say a complete normal murder, but they were murdered for like such a weird reason and it's so yeah like i think it's really sad how they were found how it got attention and this was what america this was america everything I mean... no like one other case is from america no canada actually oh <laughs> yeah um but yeah this was america and yeah i basically found a video on this um completely by accident but i've I watched uh, the TikTok. It was it was very it was eerie. It was just it made me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially after I knew that there were literally bodies in there. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't know about this. Yeah, no. I feel like I told you, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this was just a beginning story, and now. I move on to my next story. This is the story that haunted me oh. for at least a week, I would say. I've watched it because I went on this whole like binge watch of true crime 
um, YouTube videos, and this was the last one before I turned it off. It was like, ah, that's me done for today. <laughs> um, and it involves cannibalism. Oh, great. Yeah, it's... Okay, so the murder victim is called Tim McLean, and he was returning home to Winnipeg after working at a fair in Edmonton. This is all America, Canada. I don't know, I didn't really figure it out. Um, but basically, he went on his bus back to his house in the night. Everything happens at night. Um, he sat at the rear one row ahead of the toilet, and at some point the bus departed with a new passenger, Vince, Vince Lee. Um, Lee described as a tall man in his 40s with a shaved head and sunglasses. And he was Asian, Chinese, something like that. Um, originally sat near the front of the bus, but moved to sit next to Tim McLean uh, following a scheduled rest stop. McLean barely acknowledged him, then fell asleep against the window, headphones covering his ears. Yeah, and this is the tragic part. According to witnesses, McLean was sleeping with his headphones on when a man next to him, Lee, suddenly put out a large knife began stabbing him in his neck and his chest. What the... After the attack began, the bus driver pulled to the side of the road and he and all the other passengers fled the vehicle. This was described more explicitly in the video that I've watched. And when did this happen? This was 2009. <laughs> okay. Um, the driver and... Wait, was it 2009? <laughs> Somewhere... It was... Somewhere around the time 2000, 2000 something. Okay. It was like when we were alive, <laughs> basically. Um, the driver and the two other and two other men made an attempt to rescue McLean, but were chased away by Lee, who slashed at them from behind the locked bus doors. And now comes the gory part. Lee ultimately decapitated McLean. And displayed his severed head to those standing outside the bus. Then returned to the body and began severing other parts and consuming some of his flesh. Ew. It's described more detailed in the video and I just almost threw up watching it. So he just started hacking into this guy on a bus? Apparently so weird. he was stabbed from what I can remember from the video 47 times decapitated and this person started eating him in the bus with the other passengers watching outside that's so weird the canadian police uh received a report of a stabbing on the bus they arrived to find the suspect still um on the bus being prevented from escaping by another passenger the bus driver and a truck driver who had provided a crowbar and a hammer as weapons the other passengers were huddled at the roadside, some of them crying and vomiting. I mean, I would too. <laughs> um, as the suspect had uh, earlier attempted to escape by driving the bus away, the driver had engaged the emergency immobilizer system. So that means that the bus cannot be driven away. So that the bus driver did well in that sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, witnesses had 
observed the suspect stabbing and cutting McLean's body and carrying his head. And he ate, like, I have details what he ate, I won't tell you, <laughs> but it's gross because some parts were missing from his body, Ew. which he ate. Yeah, so ultimately, yeah, the police saw him eating from the body. And um, he was arrested after he attempted to break through the window. He was shot by a taser. That's... I'm surprised they didn't shoot him. Yeah, I would have shot him because what comes next is actually... It still blows my mind. But Lee pleaded not criminally... 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 <laughs> responsible on account of mental disorder. He accepted that the offense occurred, but claimed that he was unable to form the necessary mental element. His uh, psych... Psych... <laughs> cannot talk. Basically, Lee performed uh, the attack because God's voice told him that McLean was a force of evil and was about to execute him. He had, like, voices in his head that told him, stab him, kill him, eat oh. him, because He's evil. Um, the judge accepted the diagnosis and ruled that Lee was not criminally responsible for the killing. And then what happened? He was sent to a mental health center. And in 2017, the Criminal Code Review Board, from wherever that is, ordered Lee to be discharged. Lee was granted an absolute discharge. There will be no obligations or restrictions pertaining to Lee's independent living. He was never charged for... So he's just living free now? Yes. He's living, being in society. What the heck? This man ate someone. That's And, like, like killed someone, decapitated him, and he's free. <laughs> like, he got... He never got a sentence for it, either. He sat in a mental health center... And just after that, it was fine. I'm, I'm okay again. Oh I don't God. hear God's voice in my head anymore. That's... And that's how <laughs> my video ended. It's not where we end now, but that's how my video ended. And I was like, this man fucking killed someone and ate someone. How is he free? <laughs> like, that's the... Yeah. It's so, it's so gross. That's messed up. Yeah, in America, he would have been sentenced for sure. Yeah. Or even, like, death sentence. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, obviously something was very wrong with him, but to release him quite soon, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, I'll, I'll look up when this was again. Basically, this was a very fucked story. And, um... The nicest. This was two thousand eight. So you got like released ten years later. Two thousand eight. Yeah, it was basically fucked. And then, I don't know when I read this, or saw the video, and like the week after, in the metro, like this Asian dude sat down <laughs> next to me. I was like, "Are you gonna stab me? You're gonna eat me?" Oh my god. But yeah, it is like. This was like so general information, but the video was so dis detailed, and I was like, uh, uh, uh. 
But the thing is, he wasn't even, like, alone in the bus with them. Like, that's so insane that that can just happen randomly. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember watching that video and just thinking, why did nobody help the poor man? I mean, like, it was he too was... late already. Yeah, but being stabbed so many times. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean if he got stabbed in the neck, it was probably over for him anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, would have run out, too. He, he would have died anyway, but... And just to be in that bus, imagine. Yeah, literally. Like, that's trauma for life. And it's not even that he just stabbed someone. He also just went and dismembered them for, like, no reason. Yes. And, like, showed as if it yeah, was like, a why? <laughs> just o- only picturing it just makes me want to throw up. <laughs> oh. um, that's traumatizing. Yep, so that is one case that I wanted to talk about. Lovely. So, there you go. <laughs> and this other case is an unsolved mystery. And this is featured on one of the episodes of the first season of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. And it just blows my mind <laughs> yet again. Um, it's about Dupont de Lijon. <laughs> murders and disappearance um and i basically got invested in this or got interested because it happened in nantes and i went on exchange there and i didn't know this happened and this happened in 2011 and two years after that i went there (laughs) (laughs) um uh, basically it involved the murder of five members of the same family in nantes Followed by the disappearance of the dad of the family, Xavier. Um, His wife and their four children, along with the family's two dogs, were (laughs) murdered. Oh. uh, And their bodies were found buried in their garden. Uh, The dad disappeared at the same time and has not been found since. Oh, there's your suspect. (laughs) He's... He... He is the murderer of the family. Basically, he had this huge company, but got into debt. And yeah, he just wanted to have this beautiful, amazing life for his children, and he couldn't provide it for them, so he killed them. What the heck? Like, how is that a solution? I never, I never understand why it's a solution, but it's so fucked. But basically, this is the timeline. So, um, their neighbors already, like, like their house was like closed. Had like, the windows were closed. Everything was closed off. But they were like very known in the in the neighborhood. So like the neighbors were like, where the where the hell are these people? Um, they're not on holiday either. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the family's final actions were the lease on the house has been, had been terminated, all banks' accounts accounts had been closed, children's school received a final payment settlement, um, a message was placed on a letterbox, please return all correspondence to sender, thank you, and the house had been completely emptied. Then this was, I don't know when this was, but then in March 2011, rifle bullets were purchased um, and Xavier, 
the dad um, registered at a shooting range in the north of Nantes, where he visited four times. Um, his two sons had also learned how to shoot, and um, Arthur, I don't know if this was the older or the youngest, was also scheduled to start. Then, yeah, in April, the dad basically buys cement, a shovel, and a hoe. And a hoe. <laughs> and on Sunday, 3, 3rd of April, a neighbor sees the mom for the last time. Why did he have to kill the dogs? Yeah, it's I don't know. It's not like the dogs need money. Yeah, so basically, after this, the police came a couple of times uh, by the house because everyone was kind of wondering where the fuck is this family. So they searched the house, and they didn't find anybody, obviously. Um, I think they even received letters that they were going to America to start a new life. Um, with everybody of the family which was not the case at all (laughs) Um, and like at the third time that they visited they were looking in the garden and underneath like this balcony thingy they the search dogs found picked up a scent and they were like buried in trash bags (laughs) Um, in like a Christian ritual way so the dogs had to go as well basically but the thing was they were all put in the same grave and the dogs I think uh, apart from each other but the oldest or the youngest child was buried alone Oh. and basically um, the dad murdered everybody at the same time like they he um, uh, put like sleeping pills so they went to sleep and then he shot them through the head how did no one hear? Maybe he had like a silencer. Yeah, he thing. had he had a silencer, but still, like, yeah, in the middle of the night. So he killed them all. But the oldest or the youngest, I still don't know, um, was on a school trip, and he came home, and he was like, "Where, where is oh everybody?" God. And yeah, he was basically the last one to die, because that same night, he got killed as well. What the heck? and buried alone so yeah they found the trash bags they found all the bodies and it's very sad but the dad was missing so police were like that's that's basically suspect you know yeah yeah so disappearance yeah all those letters um and then this hunt be- uh, began and he basically went through the country he drove through the country um just away from authorities they tried to catch him he was last seen near like in a formula one hotel near Polycar, the circuit and in the documentary episode you see like footage of him waving to the camera and walking off but like where the hotel is placed is like with mountains and desert and just you either die there or you get lost and die. Oh, what the heck. So it was basically like they were looking now for trying to look for a body 
and they didn't find anything. That's so weird. I mean, yeah, he probably killed, but I don't see why he didn't just kill himself, like with the family. I don't know. I really don't know. Like that's such a selfish thing to do. Like, oh yeah, I can't take care of you, so I'm gonna kill you, but I'm still alive. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Basically, um, where is it here? Yeah. So he just completely disappeared. They didn't find anybody in that whole area. Like even the remote places, they went there and searched for a body to find, and. Like try to find bones or anything. They didn't find anything. That's so weird. So, he was kind of like a very rich person, very like royal blood ish. That's such a guy thing to do. <laughs> like royal blood ish. They think he had some friends living there who put him on a boat to somewhere. They think they he lives now somewhere in America or. South America. I find that Basically, so he's still alive, and nobody knows where he is. It just makes me mad. Like he didn't want it um, look like a failure in front of his family, yes. so he just kills them. But then he doesn't even have the guts to kill himself. Like, yes. It, yeah, it just makes me mad. It, it was so sad. Like the whole episode, I was like, "How? How?" Because there was um, in the episode you saw they interviewed his friend like lifelong childhood friend and he was like he that person is still alive and i cannot believe that he felt the need to kill his children it's his so family it's it was so sad that episode i recommend watching it was very interesting it wasn't very like gory or anything it was just it made me so mad that this guy had felt the need had the audacity to kill his whole family and just was a coward didn't kill himself and just disappeared <laughs> like he's now living his life because this happened what 10 years ago he's still yeah. alive he was probably 40 50 when he did this like it's That's... so unnecessary Ugh. yeah it's ridiculous yeah like you don't have to hurt your family if you're like going through something like it's just yeah 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 he was i think uh he was basically gonna lose all all that he had built up it was so sad in the sa in the same way there was another case that i was very invested in it was also uh, a man that killed his family, Chris Watts. This was America, and there is also a documentary movie on Netflix. <laughs> but I um, heard this. Oh, is whole... this like the American murder? Yeah, house? next. I door. didn't watch it, but yeah. So basically, he killed his wife who was pregnant, and he killed his little children. They were like, like younger than ten. Um. And he had, um, he was cheating on his wife, his pregnant wife. Uh, he didn't want it that third child, but she was so happy with it. Um, and there's like footage where she, because she was quite big on Facebook for some reason, she was like a Facebook personality. <laughs> and my dream, <laughs> yeah. And you had all this footage of her. Basically, she also posted where she told him. 
that she was expecting and you can literally see that he was not happy at all and it was also around the time that he was cheating on her so he was like fuck I have another child and then yeah so she disappeared the children disappeared and um, on the day of the dis or that they figured out that she disappeared the friend came over and was like calling police because her friend hadn't called her they she, they wanted to meet up um and then the house was empty he was called home like there's a body cam footage of the police and he's like i don't know where they are like he was very helpful to the police he had he did so many interviews he was like he was so calm about it you know if your wife and your children disappear you do everything yeah. to get them back he was just so calm he was like if anyone has any idea where they are please contact me like that just no emotion um and yeah police figured out pretty soon that he was just lying <laughs> and yeah they arrested him and basically he um choked her to death and the children saw that she was dead and he put her body in the trunk of his car but the children in the back seat drove to this place like where he worked and like dumped her body into this tank and apparently the opening of the tank was too small for them to fit in so he had to like push them down to get them in but yeah the children were still alive they were crying they were like where's mommy um and he one by one he like strangled them what the heck like the the sister had to watch the other get killed that's so messed up and then he couldn't fit them properly (laughs) through the door of the tank it it was it was so much stuff he he is behind bars luckily (laughs) but just the whole acting thing like there are so many interviews of him where he's like i don't know what happened i hope they come home because they he was like they probably ran away he was like i hope they come home that's so messed up so yeah (sighs) this is people just men being dumb (laughs) literally it's like they don't see another option than killing your whole family like how is that better yeah because basically she figured out that he was cheating on her got a fight about that he just (laughs) choked to death yeah that's such a guy thing to do like i'm sorry but (laughs) yeah like what there are so many other options for it like somebody doesn't have to die because you're in death yeah it's such an ego thing you're cheating (laughs) it's like oh you know i'm cheating oh i'm gonna kill you now (laughs) like what yeah because they're so afraid to lose everything that instead of losing it they'd rather just do it themselves yeah. and just be in control like that's it it's like they're in control you know like if the guy would have been like to his family oh I'm in debt whatever he would have like you know felt disowned whatever and the guy would have lost his whole family if he yeah it's just dumb I just don't get it but at least he's in prison so yeah 
but it was just so sad to see. Yeah, those were two stories that really like got to me. Also because the children did nothing wrong. Yeah. The wife did nothing wrong. It was just that one person had issues and yeah, I can't believe like death marrying... was the best way. Like imagine marrying someone and they end up killing you. I find that so That's so heartbreaking. Think oh. There's also this other case where a woman found out the husband was cheating and she cut off her his dick. <laughs> but that I approve. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they both got famous for it. It's a famous case. <laughs> but it's it's just... It, it makes me laugh. That's not really... Like... Yeah, it's pretty funny. It got reattached. <laughs> oh, really? Well, at least that's a good thing. Yeah, they're both alive. Like, that's just... So that's you know... Just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like, killing... A killing like a is not the way to do it. How can you kill your own children? Like... Yeah, especially when they're like, where's mommy? Yeah. What is happening? You, you're just heartless. I mean, to a certain extent, I think you have to be sort of heartless if you're yeah. already cheating on your wife anyway. On your pregnant wife. Yes. she was. Yeah, she children. was pregnant when she was killed. Yeah. Like, he also killed an unborn child. Like, it's just... Yeah, I think that's really messed up. And just the dogs. Why not bring your yeah. dogs with you then? <laughs> Literally. Or, like, he could have just had them in the house. Or, I don't know, given them to a shelter, anything. Yeah. Just not the dogs. I just needed to kill his whole family for no reason at mm-hmm. all. Like, it's just not, like... Yeah. It's just not a good enough reason. Like, it's never a good reason, but just because you're in debt, it's yeah. just... Yeah, no... Like and at least kill issues. yourself. Yes. Like, if you're going to do this, kill yourself, That's please. the most... And just disappear. Like, this man is still alive. Yeah, like, I why cannot believe that he is that. still alive, that nobody has found him. But I, I think, hope he's dead. I think recently they were, like, opening the search for him again, and he got... Yeah, he definitely got spotted somewhere. Oh, what the heck? But, yeah, they still don't know. I just don't get it no like why why do you deserve a second chance for something you did and your family doesn't yeah like just kill yourself just kill yourself honestly <laughs> kill yourself <laughs> that's what i can say yeah but the episode of the dupont thingy was very well like put together because in the beginning i thought the whole family was murdered by this other person but then they found out it was the dad i was like the dad and then (laughs) then they were like and he fled and it was like he did what (laughs) and then you saw the camera footage of him waving just walking off and i was like you are now telling me this man is still alive (laughs) like that's so uh, like no justice at all for those family members and like the friend the fact that they interviewed that friend and you just saw how hurt he was by the actions of his friend was just yeah if your friend is capable of murder and like she's can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> like if I killed my whole family like it's so messed up true crime really made me realize how how 
stupid people are. Like, if you think killing is a way... Yeah, also the fact that I didn't talk about Ted Bundy. Like, Ted Bundy is one of the mm-hmm. cases that really, like, is interesting to me. But I feel like it's been... And the one we were so also much. really obsessed with, the cat one. <laughs> yeah, that was another um, a case that just... Uh, yeah. Just how can you kill cats? Like, those are snuff films, I feel like. Because yeah, I mean, he did end up killing an actual person, person. too. Or yeah. people. I don't really remember much like i just remember yeah he was doing the cat killing videos and then um oh yeah it was a whole debate that the internet warriors because they were trying to find him that because of them that he started killing actual people because he was getting the attention that he wanted and and yeah it was like a little rich boy and then yeah yeah like the videos of that also in canada i think it was yeah somewhere there yeah Actually, because when I was watching that toxic masculinity documentary, like, Canada is quite a violent country. (laughs) Like, I know people always make fun of, like, that they, like, say sorry and stuff, but Canada has some issues. But, yeah. I feel like every country has issues, but, But, like, most of those stories come from the United States or Canada. But, yeah, toxic masculinity is something I want to talk about. Yes, Definitely. This is, like, part of it as (laughs) well. I mean, for sure, there are women. Like, this, what, yeah, another... I don't know why this turned into a child-killing Oh my god. (laughs) But this woman basically killed her two children by also shooting them. And, like, she... um, She was in love with this guy for ages. But the guy didn't want children. She really wanted children from him. And she already had these two children because basically she had sex with every man that she met. She was like loving it, and that's why she became pregnant so much. <laughs> so she had children, and yeah, she fell in love with this guy. This guy didn't want the children, um, and didn't wanted to be with her because she had children. So she thought, "Huh, let's get rid of my children." <laughs> Because then this man will fall for me. So she went on this visit, this friend. On the way back, she had this whole detour on like a remote place. Stopped the car. And according to her, she stopped for this hitchhiker. And this hitchhiker started shooting at her and at the children. And then she rushed to the hospital and then to save everybody. Which she <laughs> was shot in her arm. She did that herself. Oh my god. Kind of smart. Yeah, but not really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, this one child did die um, choking in her own blood, which is horrible. Yeah. Um, And this other child is disabled. Oh. And I think she had another child. I don't know exactly what happened to him, her, but I think it also died. I really need to fact check this. But basically, she said that she got she pulled over for this random person, then the person shot at her and she like handed her keys as well and then she got them back and she was like, 
catch it and then didn't throw it and then the person ran off and then she jumped in the car and like drove <laughs> off but that wasn't the case she shot her children herself and drove because she said she speeded to the hospital to save them according to witnesses she drove under the speed limit oh my god she literally wanted the children dead um oh yeah so in court because she had to for police she had this whole media circus where she reenacted um what happened and um she almost like said the words like oh this hurt more like she had her arm like patched up and she slammed it against the door and she almost wanted to say oh this hurt more than when i shot myself but she stopped right before saying that <laughs> so police were already police are always in these cases already sniffing out bullshit yeah but in that video she's so smile she's smiley about everything that happened like no no emotions the same with um the chris watts guy like she was like yeah it's terrible what happened smiling and like the reenactment was so weird um but yeah they sniffed out the bullshit she got to court and her yeah this i think her child testified against her that she shot them and like one died and the other is disabled for life that's so messed up but this is a woman like it's not this is not really like of course, there are so many men that are yeah. registered as murderers, but women do the same thing. I mean, this reminds me, I forgot what her name is, but um, there's this Greek mythology of this mother um, that was had two children. She was married, um, but then her husband got the prospect of marrying the uh, king's daughter, and he was like, oh, lit, you know. I forgot <laughs> what her name is. It starts with an M. It's quite a famous story. Um, so yeah, he's, he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna marry the princess, like, I'm, I'm leaving you. And yeah, she was just really hurt, and like, like how can you do that, you know? And so, um, he, she said she was gonna, like, take the children from him and stuff, and he didn't really seem to care. Um, and so at first she gifted the princess this, like, robe. And so she put the robe on, and then it, like, burned her, and she died. Oh, my God. And then uh, she killed her own children and put the bodies in the carriage and drove off and left the guy with nothing. Jeez. It's a very famous mythological story, but I forgot what the name is. But uh, I've never heard of that. That's kind of interesting. Maybe I can quickly look it up. <laughs> Yeah, we had I had this in Dutch class. Like the we spent so I even watched a play in Amsterdam on it. There's a play on it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because there is a lot more like um yeah, symbolism to it and mm. stuff like that, but yeah, she basically just was really hurt that her husband was leaving her. I just uh, don't get like with this case, her name is Diane Downs. If you want to look it up. Um but like get rid of your children just to be with this man <laughs> yeah when oh yeah he... Medea Medea yeah yeah oh yeah Jason yeah I think this I don't know if that's the same Jason as Jason and the Golden Fleece is it? I don't know 
You tell me. No, I don't think so, but... Jason... <laughs> a lot, like, a lot can be learned from Greek mythology. I love um, Greek mythology. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, so after... I don't know. It's just a lot, but this is one part of the whole play of Medea killing her children because Jason's gonna leave her. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. But why children? I know this yeah, wasn't every really time... fixed on children getting murdered. I but... think it's the easiest way to hurt someone or to get to someone. And I guess, yeah, you know, you do have to take care of children, but. But, like, even in Queen's Gambit, she wanted to kill her yeah. own child. Like, she wanted to kill herself and her child. Like, why? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> like, children are, most of the times, just innocent. Yeah. In most cases, they're just living their life. <laughs> Trying to live their life, and they just... Gonna die. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. Oh. But on Netflix, there were a lot of great true crime series and movies like i'm now watching about um the night stalker oh i did see that on netflix yeah and it's so messed up how he killed and raped and like siri he's also a serial killer but yeah i still have to watch all of that because the first time that i watched it i got scared by all the gunshots and like (laughs) because it so graphic for like a true crime thingy because also in unsolved mysteries they they don't show like a lot and this documentary like shows a lot (laughs) which is kind of i wasn't prepared for that so i got scared people do such messed up things i just don't get it yeah i have a lot more stories about a lot more cases (laughs) there's also this um, man who just murdered young boys, like raped them and then tortured them and buried them. Yeah. Or in there's this one. House. I don't know if you've ever watched the movie. I forgot the a changeling or something, where um this guy like picks boys off the road and then like hacks them. Do you not know this story? No. It was like um, it's a very famous movie with the. I don't know who stars in that, but... See, movies that are based on true events, like, scare me so much. Because <laughs> <laughs> even, like, uh, what's it called? Paranormal Activity? That's based on true story as well, right? Really? Yeah. Let me look it up. I just don't... I've never liked, uh... I don't like paranormal things because on Unsolved Mysteries there was this one um, like episode about aliens and I just thought no <laughs> like this is not for me <laughs> this is a different movie wait what is ugh Oh wait, it's it's just called Changeling, JK. Yeah, it was produced by Clint Eastwood. Um, 
Yeah, the Wineville Chicken Coop murders, um, which were a series of abductions and murders of young boys that occurred in the city of L.A. in Riverside County, California. Um, so basically... Um, what? Oh, he was hanged. Right. Oh, great. <laughs> well, at least he got punishment. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna, like, read everything, but what I remember from the movie, especially, it was really messed up because... So her child was missing, right? And then um, they basically gave her a different child. They were like, yeah, this is your son. And she was like, no, this is not my son. And then they were kind of calling her crazy, like, of course this is your son. And the son was, like, acting and stuff, and that's just because he wanted a home. So it was really messed up. This this looks a lot like um, a true crime story that I watched about Bobby Dunbar, he disappeared as well, and then they just gave the family just a random child that said he was that boy. Yeah, that's That's so so weird. It's so messed up. But that, but like, that story is like, they gave her this random boy and he acted. Yeah, so that kind of happens here too. So basically, the single mother, so I don't know if this story specific is true, but that's what the movie is. Mm -hmm. Um, so she comes home, and then her son is missing, um, and then she, uh, after months of his disappearance, they say that they found him, and so she believes it, and she goes to meet the boy, and then, well, she doesn't think it's her son, because it doesn't look like her son, Mm -hmm. but then, yeah, they basically just tell her that she's, uh, mentally ill, and she even says he's, like, three inches shorter than her son. Because she would, like, tally up. Like, it didn't make any sense. Um. Yeah, and, like, so many years go by. But then, um, it was actually one of the boys was helping the murderer, like, get little boys. And then they would... In the movie, it's really messed up because they basically put all the boys on, like, a pile and then just start, like, hacking into them. Uh, at like this guy's ranch yeah people are so people are so like how is that like your pastime like yeah I pick up little boys off the street and uh, and I just hack into them yep I just yeah I mean it's very fascinating how that works in somebody's mind you know because I would never in my stupid mind think oh Here's a gun, here's a knife, let's kill someone. Like, it's just scary how the mind is, because, like, how do you get to such a dark place, you know, that you think that's an okay thing to do, or that you can't control yourself from not doing that? Like, I think that's really scary. There's, like, a level in your mind that you reach, and it's like, you know, can we reach that point at some time in our life as well? Yeah, it's it's scary. Because what if it's wired that way that some people do go to that path and then some others don't? Like, a lot of, like, killers, murderers were, like, tortured when they were a child. Yeah, a lot of times it's, like, trauma from yeah. the childhood. But... but, like, others aren't. Yeah. I mean... A trauma could be being super rich and then maybe having never found love and then killing people. Like, uh, yeah. There's so many reasons for it. And also, 
yeah, everyone has some type of trauma in their life, but you shouldn't let that control you. Like, if everyone is controlled by their, like, demons, you know, like, we're all going to be mentally unstable. Yeah. You kind of just need to deal with it. Yeah. But I think, especially in America, and why so many of these cases happen in America, is just they don't get proper care. Like, they don't get, like, proper welfare, like, the really poor families, and then people turn to drinking and stuff, and yeah, have abusive true. households, like, it's just... Yeah, they did, didn't they do scans of, like, serial killers as well to see if their brain is somehow different than... The serial killer gene, like, in Riverdale? No, 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 not like that, not like that, not trash like that. That's a whole other story, but it's not like that. I think they, didn't they, I'll probably fact check me on this, but, like, that Bundy and stuff. They scanned their brains and like part of it was missing or it was shrunk. And... Well, yeah, with Ted Bundy, it was that he's um, a sociopath. Yeah. So that he, there are certain people that don't feel like normal people do. That's it. Yeah. And they just reenact what they think they should be feeling or look like, but they actually just don't feel anything. Yeah. And it's you're so just it, psycho. Yeah, it's so scary how some people are like that. Because there, there's also this st- uh, statistic that in your life you walk, like, near, like, you come across a murderer, like, five times. Oh my god. Like, that's so scary to think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to scare anybody, but... <laughs> yeah, I think that's really insane. It just fascinates me how someone can be so deranged and so different than what is assumed to be normal yeah because even with the cases that I talked about just killing your family because you're in debt or killing your family because that's just like panicking yeah but even in a panic I wouldn't kill anyone no like there are so many reasons to not do it and these people did it like I'm so fascinated how the hows and the whys and like are you okay it's really interesting but like i think mental disorders are just really interesting yes like yeah like multi-personality disorder or like schizophrenia and all that lovely stuff like i think (laughs) that's really interesting how people get to such a point yeah I can't imagine. <laughs> no, hopefully we never turn that way. <laughs> Just watch. <laughs> With the rate things are going. That's a lovely uh, end. <laughs> well, yeah. But I like this. I like talking and fascinating about all these Yeah, people. I honestly love it too. Like, it is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really find, like, Asylum stories really interesting for some reason. Like, American Horror Story Asylum is also really good. Yeah. And a lot of those stories are, like, based on true stories, too. True, yeah. I've seen a lot of those things come across. Like, oh, this has been portrayed in American Horror Story. I'm like, okay. You should watch. Yeah. 
Very interesting. Have also, you watched American Horror Story? I've watched the first episode, and then I didn't. <laughs> Man. But I want to watch it. I definitely want to watch it. I think that's one of the, like, I can handle it better now. It is quite gory. Well, the first season isn't. It's just about a family in a house, and, like, that's fine. Um, and I wouldn't really say American Horror Story is scary. It's kind of more disturbing. Mm, yeah. Um, like, there's one season that's about um, Freak Show, which is a circus. And it is a little bit gross, but Emma Roberts is in it, so that's fun. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of actors in American Horror Story I really like. Because they use the same actors, but every time it's a different character, mm -hmm. so that's what I really like. That's nice. Yeah, like. I shall watch that. And yeah, for everybody who likes true crime, I would really recommend the Netflix section of it, because there's a lot coming out of it. Like the Chris Watts story you can watch, it's um like 90 minutes, watch... Uh, the unsolved mysteries about the murder in Nantes is on there as well. It's like the third episode. You should definitely watch it. Like I'm it, down. like I, ever since I've watched that whole series, I've been telling you to watch it because every episode, apart from the aliens one, um, <laughs> is very interesting. Um, and there's a second season now, which I haven't watched yet. We can watch it together. Yeah, that's nice. I'm down. It's so fascinating, but the the stupid thing about unsolved mysteries is that it's unsolved, so so you're left with like questions at the end. Yeah, I used to watch the BuzzFeed unsolved. Those yeah. are really. <coughs> oh God. <coughs> those are really good too. Yeah, those are entertaining. Yeah, but those aren't like scary or anything. Like they make it funny. By talking funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what I really liked. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's the end of this episode. Yeah, I think that's enough. Yeah. Some <laughs> details. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys for watching yet again. Um, yeah, if you have any recommendations for stuff for us to talk about, please let us know. Yes. Um, and yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, like, subscribe, and share. Yes. Also, if you're listening on Spotify or wherever you listen to this, please share. And that was that. Thank yes. you for listening to Trash Talk with a Chaotic Duo, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you didn't get scared. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was traumatizing. <laughs> We move. <laughs> we move. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.